This is a Monty moment. I'm Johnny Montabano. As we get you ready for week six of the college football season, if you're a football fan of anything, of college, pro, well, you're you're in luck right now because we're in a stretch of 54 out of the next 55 days with a, with a football game, collegiate or pro. In fact, the next time we won't have any football will be November 22nd. So enjoy all the football that you've got. We're coming off a week where we had some great finishes, where we had number 20 Ole Miss defeat LSU, 55-49 in the game of the day. You had Notre Dame come from behind to beat uh, Duke in the final minute, thanks to some heroic from Sam Hartman. Also, a near comeback from Deion Sanders' Colorado team against uh, USC. So a thrilling last week. Let's see what we could do for you this week as well. As you look at the AP Top 25 poll, the top seven were unchanged. So Georgia remains number one, even though they had a comeback late against Auburn. Michigan stays at number two. The Longhorns are three. Ohio State, four. Florida State, five. Penn State, six. Washington, Oregon. USC dropping one after struggling against uh, in the second half against Colorado. And Notre Dame moving up to 10. So that's what we look at one through 10. I'll tell you right now, though, if, if you look at it real quick, I'll give you my top four here. If we were talking about a college football playoff situation right now, see, to me, I, I actually think that I, I, and I was talking about this with my friends on Sunday when we were waiting for the AP poll to come out. T- to me, Michigan's the top team in the country right now. I mean, I know that they haven't played anybody really through the first five weeks or so, but you look at the the their, how dominant they've been so far, and, you know, they're, they're blowing teams out. They're not allowing a lot of points. They're putting together some very convincing wins. I, I get it, not against superior talent, but they're doing the job on both sides of the ball. Georgia, to me, has not looked as dominant as they have the last two years. Now, I understand they haven't really been playing anybody. They're playing their first-ranked opponent this week. But there's just something to Georgia. You know, they struggled against South Carolina in the first half. They struggled against Auburn. They, You know, if it wasn't really for Brock Bowers, who you almost could put him in the conversation for Heisman right now, down there for the Bulldogs. So I would put them second. I would take Texas, to me, as third. And I actually would put Florida State number four right now over Ohio State. Ohio State, again, another one that's not really dominated. Florida State's already got some convincing wins this year against um, LSU, who we thought was going to be a favorite in the SEC West. So I would put them there. Texas, to me, has one of the best wins in the country right now at Alabama early on. And I would put Ohio State fifth. But, you know, these things are going to change because eventually Ohio State and Michigan are both going to be playing each other. They're going to be playing Penn State, who is a very, very formidable opponent there in the Big Ten. So these things will change. But you know what? Every week now as we enter October, we're really through the, a third of the way through the college season already. So you're going to start paying some more attention. And you have some other great matchups happening this week. Like I said, Georgia's playing Kentucky at home. Um, Michigan not still you know, going to be dominating the competition. Texas has obviously got the Red River rivalry game, which we will pick in just a moment. But we'll see what happens here. But October is going to provide some more separation between the pretenders and contenders. We've got four top 25 matchups here in week number six, just like we did last week. And we'll pick some of them here in our picks as we get you ready for the sixth week of the college season. Again, it's amazing how fast this is going by every single year but that's why you know you got to pay attention because you know now we're starting to that stretch where we'll get some separation and you know there's some teams that you know you're waiting for them to get that second loss which could knock them out of the college football playoff picture like Alabama and we're actually going to pick Bama again we're going to go to the well there but as we get you ready for our three picks here for week number six last week 
two and one against the spread. I, the only thing I got burned with last week was going with LSU against Old Miss. Well, again, we're going to go. With, we're going to pick LSU again this week too. So two and one in week five. Actually, having a pretty good year. Twelve and eight here in twenty twenty three. And what's really been a wide open year right now in the college football season. Like I've said, I think it's Georgia and everybody else, but I got to tell you, the Bulldogs have not been as dominant as in years past. You know, I understand they got Carson Beck there on the center and he's done all right, but they have not really blown teams out the wazoo like we've seen them in years past. I mean, they're getting the wins, which is great, but you like to see them get some conviction. I, you know what I'd like to see them do? Saturday night, they're hosting Kentucky. I'd like to see them win that game by three, four scores. That would be something to tell me that, you know, George is getting is finally getting their feet underwater here, and we'll see if they can do that. We're not going to touch that game because George is, I think, favorites by 14 and a half. And, you know, I went to them once laying a huge number, and Georgia, if you were betting them this year to win and cover, you'd be in the red because they have not really covered here in 2023. They're winning, but they're just not the dominant Georgia team yet. They've got time, and they will be in the conversation throughout the year. That is for sure. But we're talking about, we were just talking about the college football playoff picture, and this is going to be a big one to discuss it here. The Red River rivalry, the last, the last one as we know it here in the Big 12, starting in Dallas at 12 noon Eastern. This will be ESPN's A-team calling a high noon Eastern game. Kirk, uh, Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit, Holly Rowe on ESPN as 12th-ranked Oklahoma takes on the third-ranked Texas Longhorns. Longhorns, six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. And when I look at this, you know, Texas has their big win so far against Alabama. Oklahoma, I think, from a college football playoff picture, needs this win a lot, lot more. And when we look at this, you know, Oklahoma, the Sooners are coming off of a 50-point burger for the third time this season. They won 50-20 to against Iowa State last week. The Sooners, the third in college in scoring at just over 47 per game, led by left-handed quarterback Dylan Gabriel, who has completed 75.2% of his passes for over for nearly 1,600 yards, 15 touchdowns compared to two interceptions through five games. He is the seventh most passing yards in college. And if you look at if you look at Texas here this year, I mean they they beat uh, they beat Alabama at, in their building by 10. They got past Kansas pretty big. But I, I think Oklahoma, with the way they're able to score and this game being kind of a neutral site, is going to be able to keep this close. So I'm actually going to go with Boomer Sooner, not to win this game outright, but I'm going to grab them with the points here. I think the Longhorns win it, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring, very close affair down there. And again, this is the last one, the Red River rivalry as we know it in the Big 12 before these two teams separate. But hopefully they'll keep this matchup for years to come. But in game number one, Texas wins, but we're going to grab the Sooners with the points in game number one. Game number two, also a 12 noon Eastern kickoff, and we're going to go to LSU again here, the 23rd-ranked Tigers. The Battle of Tigers here is 23rd-ranked LSU takes on 21st-ranked Missouri. And you look at LSU, you look at Brian Kelly's squad, they went, they went from an SEC West favorite and a trendy college football playoff pick, uh, pick to a two-loss team. And so you look at Dad versus Missouri, who finds himself looking to improve on an impressive start, which already includes a win against defending Big 12 champion and longtime former conference mate Kansas State in week three. But LSU is having problems here on defense. They allowed 426 yards in a 34-31 scare against Arkansas in week four. Last week, gave up 637 yards against Old Miss after Old Miss got lost to Alabama. And the Mizzou quarterback, Brady Cook, 
ranks fourth in passing in the SEC, just under 1,500 yards. And I got to tell you, you look, Cook's also thrown 11 touchdowns. He's interception free. Missouri is 3-1 against the spread this year. I think they're going to prove to 4-1. They may not win this game. Maybe they will, but I'm getting 6.5 points at home. I'm playing Brian Kelly's squad, who, yes, did play better after their opening week loss to Florida State. But I got to tell you, I don't like their defense right now. And I like the way Missouri's been playing. I think they keep it close here. So game number two, we're going to also roll with a team getting points. That is the Missouri Tigers, the 21st-ranked Tigers, getting points at home against the LSU Tigers in game number two. And game number three, I'm going back to the well again here. 11th-ranked Alabama, everybody and their kid brothers that can't stand Nick Saban in Alabama trying to find a way to get for them to get their second loss and totally knock them out of the college football playoff conversation. Well, this is a very good test for them because they go to Texas A&M, laying two and a half points on the road here. And I tell you, though, I think Alabama's starting to find a groove here because they were very uninspiring at two and one, but they beat Old Miss in very good second half, played Mississippi State very, very well last week, a combined 64 to 27 score in those two matchups. But, you know, now they play Texas A&M and the Aggies have been a fit for them in their last two meetings. They stunned the top ranked tie on a walk-off field goal in 21. And in last year's meeting, they had a chance to to beat them before the Tide held them off for a 24-20 victory. So I tell you what, an upset win here by the Aggies would would move them to 5-1, 3-0 in SEC play, and would knock Alabama out of the playoff picture conversation as we know it. But here's the the reason, though, I'm taking Alabama laying the 2.5 in this one. Starting quarter, Aggie starting quarterback Connor Wegman lost for the season. I know Max Johnson brings – no shortage of SEC experience in this one. But here's why I'm also taking Alabama. It's not even just because of Jalen Milrow, who's played better. Texas A&M has not played a defense like Alabama so far this season. And I think Bama's defense is the one that gets this one done. And because of the spread being less than a field goal, I think I think they get this one done by a field goal. The Auburn defense is getting better. They did a great job of keeping them close. But you look at A&M's opponents – you know, Miami's defense isn't there yet, and Arkansas, no. Tide pass rush has stepped up. Their secondary is looking better over the last few games after the Longhorn debacle, and Milrow has been playing better here. You know, after he sat against South Florida, he came back and he's hit almost 80% of his throws in the wins against Old Miss and Mississippi State, so he's playing a little bit more confidence. I think Bama just ekes this one out and keeps their hopes alive. So Bama by a field goal at A&M in game number three. So three picks, two teams getting points, one winning and covering. We're going to take the Sooners getting six and a half in the Red River rivalry, trying to say that five times fast, against the Longhorns. I'm taking the Missouri Tigers that are getting six and a half, the 21st ranked ones against 23rd ranked LSU. And roll tide, we're going to take the tide, laying the two and a half on the road against the Aggies in this one. Well, this is shaping up to be a fantastic weekend of football, both college and pro. So if you love the college slate, which is on Saturday, and how can you not? This is going to be another 12-hour great slate of games, including my Notre Dame Fighting Irish playing for the third straight week in primetime against 25th-ranked Louisville at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. If you love all that, well, you'll love the NFL slate on Sunday. And I will be back with you with the guys from the Empty the Bench Podcast Network on Friday at 12 noon Eastern. 9 a.m. Pacific to preview, predict, break down, all that fine stuff. Week number five in the National Football League. So I will see you 
Friday, and I will see you back here next week for another college and pro preview slate of games as we now are in the month of October. The sports calendar, the sports month of the year, almost pretty much as you get all four major sports and you keep getting more and more college football discussion. And again, we, we're going to have college football almost every single night now. Again, there's just one day in the next like two months or so where we don't have any football whatsoever. So cherish it, take it all in and enjoy folks. I will see you back on Friday and then back next week for more college and pro picks. For more, like us on Facebook and Twitter at GameOnETB, on Instagram at GameOn underscore ETB. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Montebano and Y. Of course, check out our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash ETB Network, where if you like all of our content, leave us a like. If you're new, please hit that subscribe button as we are over 560 subscribers and growing strong. And of course, please have your notifications set so you never miss any of our content and or live streams that we'll be doing here on the Empty the Bench Podcast Network. Also, check us out at etbpodcast.com for great uh, blogs from all of our ETB talent. And if you can't watch us, check us, take us on the go, download, and you can check us out on our on wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So we're there for you. Have yourselves a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you next week. This has been a Monty Moment. I'm Johnny Montavano.